Hey guys, welcome to a Catholic Eyes podcast. My name is Charlie, your host, and I'm here today with a special guest, John. Hey guys, I'm John. I'm 17 and I've been Catholic my whole life. And today we're going to be talking about uh, the pros of being a Catholic teenager and the cons of society. Yeah. So, John, what do you think is one of the main pros of being a Catholic teenager? So, I mean, personally, I would have to say that it's community. Um, I feel like uh, you have a really good brotherhood and you can make a lot of true friendships uh, whenever you're Catholic because, you know, you're you're surrounded by good people when you're at church. And that's what I have to say. What do, what do you think? I think uh, so community is part of it but i think the biggest thing is the support from the community yeah whenever i'm involved with the community i always feel like i'm being appreciated doesn't feel like i'm just a number in the group like i'm not just walking around Mm -hmm. you know and i also think a biggest a big part of it is just true friendships and the honesty shared between those friends because sometimes i find with some of my friends who aren't catholic like it just isn't quite the same. The connection isn't as genuine. The connection isn't as real. And I think that kind of puts some stress on our relationship, relationship sometimes or friendship sometimes, because if things come between us, it's like we don't have any foundation to forgive mm-hmm. each other off of. Yeah. What about a con of society? What do you see as one of the biggest cons of society? So one of the biggest cons personally I see is temptations that, you know, every single teenager has to deal, everyone in the world deals with temptations. But I feel like, you know, in society, a lot of teenagers are tempted with like peer pressure and social media and, you know, sex and doing bad things with friends. And I just feel like it's put a big you know, emphasis on sin in our society. Yeah, I I definitely agree with that. Now, I think like whenever I think of temptations and being Catholic, I just think of like the support that I have from my community to help me get through those temptations. Mm -hmm. And it just really helps because it's like if I fall down, I know I have someone else to help me back up. Especially sometimes when I don't even see the way back up, other people can help me see that way. Yeah. But I also think the sacraments play a huge part in temptation. Mm-hmm. One of the best things about being Catholic, I think, is being able to go to confession, being able to receive the Eucharist, and being able to receive the mercies and graces of our Lord. Yeah, because that helps me helps drive me to be a better person, and helps keep me away from sin and resist temptations the most I can. Yeah, and what you're saying, you know, how like the French, I feel like what you were just saying definitely relates back to the true friendship you know, with temptations, when you're with your true friends, I definitely feel like, you know, they're going to help you, they're going to lead you in the right path that makes you not want to do those, those certain sins. And yeah, for sure, the sacraments, like especially confession, I feel like I can always, you know, anyone can, but I feel like you can always use it as like a way to just get that clean slate, just kind of a reset. And I mean, you just feel a lot better. You just feel, you know, 100 times better afterwards, you know? Yeah, it just helps you realize that, you're not in a pit of darkness Yeah, that you're still with God and he still loves you no matter, even though you're struggling right now. Mm-hmm. Now we've been using the term true friend. Like what, what do you mean by true friend? I mean, I would say it's someone that, you know, you can talk to, you can tell them, you know, those sins you've been struggling. You can tell them the good things that have been happening. The friend that's always there for you. The friend that's going to do what you want to do and what he wants to do you know, so on and so forth. But 
That's what I mean. That's what I would kind of yeah. describe it as. Would you say that society right now has a problem with fake friendships or dishonesty in friendships? Oh yeah, I mean that's I've experienced for firsthand. You know, you, you think okay, this this guy might be cool. Let's let's hang out, and then it turns out they you guys start doing things, and it leads down the wrong wrong path into sin. And you know, fake friends you can't always trust, and that's why true friendships always. 100% better. You know, I think the key thing about having that true friend who's there for you to support you and keep you with them, it helps us develop morals that society seems to have forgotten. Mm -hmm. Like one of the biggest debates right now is the debate on what is life and or is it ethical to kill an unborn child? And I feel like because of society, their morals have led them to the answer that no, that unborn child is not a baby, therefore it's not murder. And other things, like their morals now believe that sex is good. Actually, they believe sex is basically everything, that self-image is everything, and that their opinions are greater than anyone else's. Yeah. What do you think about that? Uh, definitely agree. You know, abortion is murder. Murder, sorry. <laughs> I didn't mean to say that. Um, yeah, it's killing an unborn, ch unborn child. I mean, it's still a kid in the womb, and definitely murder. And I feel like society has uh, sexualized, you know, a lot of, a lot of commercials, a lot of TV ads, or, you know, just everything has been sexualized into relating it around sex. And, you know, I go to public school and I feel like they, they talk about like, you guys need to have safe sex. And, you know, we're just 17, 18 in high school. Like, why do we need to be talking about that when we should be waiting to have sex till marriage? Yeah, yeah. You know, when, when you were talking about TV shows and commercials, one thing that came to my mind is, I don't know if you guys watch YouTube or not, but I've seen, like, every yeah. other ad is a Dr. Squatch ad. Yeah. And for y'all who don't know Dr. Squatch ads, it's basically a guy with a beard holding out, like, the soap to a hot girl and then having her smell it and describe what she would do to her man if he was using that soap. Yeah. And sometimes she's not even wearing clothes, and it's just like, why... Why do I need to see this on YouTube? Why is this on here? Like, yeah, I didn't go watch YouTube to go see a half naked girl with a bar of soap. Yeah, I don't feel like that's just YouTube. I feel like that's Instagram, Snapchat, TikTok, Twitter, yeah. all every single app has moved into that. And it's become it's definitely become an issue. The issue of like objectifying bodies or like however good you look, it depends or directly relates to how many followers you have or yeah i mean i would say both and i feel like that also seeing that also plays into the fact that um people become self-centered and uh very vain and very prideful about themselves and when you've seen that that's why that's the reason that's one of the causes that can cause that that's one of the factors that can cause that i should say yeah and I also think sometimes it just develops a self-awareness or um, what's it called? Like self-esteem issues mm -hmm. within the person. Yeah. Because when we start looking at the person as physical means rather than the total means of the person, not including their personality, the looks are not someone can naturally control. No one mm -hmm. can naturally control their looks. And to make someone feel bad about that, or to make someone feel really good and then make someone feel really bad because they don't look like this person who you say is really good. Just, I think 
messes with people's head and is what causes all this sort of depression and um anxiety exactly yeah all of those you know i'm not good enough for that person that causes all that yeah and i think this kind of just goes back to having that community and that true friendship because whenever i'm with you or like jared or some of my other friends i don't feel like the need to be like like to act cool yeah yeah i don't feel the need to act cool i don't feel the need to like show off i mean sometimes it's fun to show off yeah but that's especially when you're with the boys when you're with the boys yeah it's fun to show off but it's it's for uh it's for a good reason it's not to show off to show that i'm better than yeah it's just like it's just having fun it's just kind of friendly competition it's like a true friendship you know where we're able yeah. to look at what we're able to do and yeah. then laugh at even ourselves and our others yeah. but in a good way and not just like if you see someone do something on instagram and you comment like oh that's so stupid or like you're ugly or you just kind of get in the notion that the number of likes you have determines your worth as a person mm-hmm. yeah i definitely say that's a big thing i personally struggle with that yeah and then all right one thing i love about being catholic i know we've kind of strayed from this a little bit gone a little off topic but we have a purpose when we're catholic our purpose is to be a child of god to follow in the example that jesus set for us and i feel like having that purpose in our life kind of gives our life meaning whereas mm-hmm. other people search for this meaning and they search for how to satisfy that meaning yeah and sometimes it leads them down a pretty dark path yeah definitely leads them down the wrong road uh leads them leads them to start doing things that you know people shouldn't be doing and really if they just stay on that path and that's why we're lucky is because we're already on the right path yeah you know not to say that we follow all the time yeah we try our best but you know we're still human yeah everyone sins everyone sins and the point is not to say everyone sins oh i can do it the point is to say everyone sins but i can always strive to be better i can always need to work on my own self and then and improve myself Mm -hmm. and i think just the acceptance of the immorality of society is another topic of itself it's like they've been become content with searching for things that will help them now like they search for pornography they search for stimulation they search for drugs to kind of forget the immediate they're not willing to face their problems and i feel like being catholic has helped me because i know Whenever I have my problems, I can give them to God. Yeah. And I know that it won't be easy all the time, but I know he's going to help me get them through it. And you won't stay focused on that problem. You can move on and start improving. Exactly. But like if you were to fall into pornography and drugs and things like that, then you're still sitting on that, still sitting on that. And you're just getting that short term, that short term relief of those issues. When really, when you go to God, you get that long term. Yeah. And I think just the idea of purpose has helped create a idea of masculinity that is very different from society's perspective but i think it's very much truer in a sense because the idea of a catholic man is to uphold the ten commandments to follow christ and if you're lucky enough to have a woman in your life to uh honor and uphold the uphold the dignity of that woman and not tear her down you know i see some of my friends posting pictures with their girlfriend i'm like 
why would you post pictures of your girlfriend like that? Like you're not honoring her by posting those pictures. You're letting, you're just subjecting her to the eyes or unwanted eyes. Mm-hmm. And you know, sometimes it goes as far as to like, I know a couple of times some of the guys at my school have got news and like the immediate thing they do is send it to everyone. Like, first of all, I don't think that they should be getting those pictures from girls, but then to say it's okay to share with every single one of their friends, that's just a whole nother this that's a whole nother level level of disrespect. Whole nother level of disrespect, dishonesty. Sin. Sin. Yeah. And I think the worst part about it is you're taking your sin and you're sharing it with others. Yeah. You're not letting others um you're not giving them a chance because if they do trust you then they will sin and if your trust leads them to sin then that is just that's like that's not a friendship that's yeah. the opposite of friendship and that plays back to what we've talked to before the whole true friendship true true sorry can't say it. true, true friend. friendship <laughs> yeah and uh, you know if you have those true friends they're not going to they're not going to be sending you those pictures and they're going to lead you down the right path. Yeah. And if you have true friendship, you're going to have the support to get out of any sort of struggles you're having, any sort of temptations or addictions you're having, because they're going to be there to uphold you and lift you up even when you're down. Mm-hmm. What's something that when you find yourself struggling that you look for in our faith to help you get back on the right path? I would definitely say confession. Uh, you know, when, when I go to confession, it's just like I feel I get out. You know, I feel feel lighter. I feel like I have a clean slate. And that's definitely a big one. And another one is going to uh, adoration. I definitely feel when I go to adoration, I can, it's just so calming, so peaceful. I can just let those things come off my chest. And I immediately feel walking out just so much more confirmed about things that are going on. Yeah. I, How I would you say? When I asked you that question, I was going to say confession myself. But also, I just think I have this daily reading book uh, for St. Augustine, and it's got passages from different letters he wrote, different papers he wrote, and from uh, his book, Confessions. And sometimes, like, I'll be dealing with something, and I'll just open up, for that day or the day after, and it'll just have a direct application. It'll just be like, boom, like divine intervention. Like it's mm-hmm. just there and it helps me. But you know, one of the best confessions I ever had was with Father Jonathan. Yeah, uh, Father Jonathan was great. Best con- Unfortunately, we don't have him anymore. Yeah. He was sadly. Oh, he was probably our best or most. Uh, he gave the best like homilies as yeah. well as um, confession advice. Like, in short terms, it was probably like a 10-minute advice, if give or take a couple minutes. But basically what he told me is, when are you going to stop being content with coming to confession after sinning? When are you going to stop letting yourself sit in this pity? When are you going to take the devil by the, by the throat and just step on it and say, I'm done? And it was just like, or he's just calling me out. Like, he's literally just calling me out so hard and telling me, that I need to stop being content with coming back to confession yeah. after sinning. And it was just, I was just a major step forward in my faith and how I approach my life. 
Yeah, I kind of had the same experience with him. He told me, he goes, you need to quit acting or quit believing that confession is like a, something you can just fall back on it or not fall back on so much. I shouldn't say that, but kind of sweep under, uh, use it as a way, you know, send, oh, okay, I can just go to confession. You got to use it as a way to, yeah, I'm, I'm struggling, but I'm still going to fight and try my best to, you know, correct those sins. And not just being able to And not like, just being those. able to like, oh, I can just go to confession. And, you know, it kind of, it kind of relates to, um, I, I forget the guy's name, but he's on Ascension for since He's one of the brothers, uh, or friars. And I watched this video about the rosary, like how to really pray the rosary. Mm-hmm. And one of the biggest things it said is so many Catholics have gotten in this idea in their head that as long as they say the beads, as long as they go through the motions, that that rosary is like the most amazing thing ever. But what he said is if your heart is not in the action then that rosary means nothing. Hmm. I've never heard because that if you're just if you're just doing something because you think it'll get you heaven, but it's not something you want to do, then what's the point in doing that? It's like saying I don't stand for this, but I'm going to do it anyway because I think it will help. Hmm. And I think that kind of is what Father Jonathan was trying to tell us that we can't just come to confession because we want a clean slate and not feel bad about it, but then repeatedly do that because mm-hmm. then it's like our heart may not be in confession because we're not striving yeah. to be better i like the way that yeah sounds good so to wrap things up i just think we've talked about temptations we've talked about peer pressure fake friendships dishonesty and friendships talked a little bit about masculinity and what from what i've heard between me and john and from what we've heard we kind of see that the pros of being Catholic helps us deal with any of these cons of society. Mm-hmm. Like when we talk about our temptations, we talk about the support we get from our friends, the support we get from our community, yeah. the sacraments that help us heal and help us strive to be better and help us resist those temptations. And then you want to talk about the real friendship and how it helps. Yeah. Uh, like the real friendship, it definitely helps you block out the peer pressure and the and the backlash of peer pressure uh that comes with fake friendships and you know just having those true friendships just so much easier uh mentally i'd say and if you think about it with those true friendships like how much peer pressure do you feel like when me you and jared hang out really none at all because anything that we're doing is not wrong like we don't feel like we're pressuring Mm-hmm. into anything that is wrong because we generally don't do anything wrong yeah and then just having the purpose in our life is amazing yeah having the purpose of knowing that we're on here on earth to live like jesus to praise him and to evangelize like he did it just gives great meaning and focus for our life whereas many people are distressed distraught yeah and find the wrong path because of temptations and that purpose gives us the end goal of getting to heaven to spend eternity with him yeah yeah all right well thank you for listening to me and john we really appreciate it we appreciate all of you let's end in a little prayer in the name of the father and son and the holy spirit amen Amen. dear lord please give us the community that we speak of please give us the support that we need to overcome any temptations 
Give us the graces from your sacraments to help us improve ourselves and resist those temptations as well. Help us remain moral according to you and help us remember that you are above all things. Let us remember that you are our purpose in life. Heaven is our purpose in life. And in order to obtain that, we need to live like Jesus lived and the example that he set. For this we pray. Amen. 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 Father, Son, Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen.